Hey, Taylor. Hey, Brett. Hey, uh, you know it's almost as cool as listening to podcasts? That and rating podcasts, and specifically Radar's five stars. Or not. It's whatever. Your choice. America. Yay. Uh, yeah. And tell a friend. That'd be cool, too. So, do that. Wherever podcasts are available, because that's where we are, too. Right, Taylor? Yeah, what he said. Woo! So, yeah. There's this thing. Who doesn't? My favorite movie. One of mine too. Oh, I love you so much, Taylor. Words should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. Oh, we're listening to the whole thing. We will be united in our common interest. Perhaps it's fate that today is the fourth of July. And you will once again. see it, but I totally just saluted the president, President Pullman. Taylor, you already know we're talking about aliens today. Oh, wait a minute. First of all, welcome to Let's Die, the His vs. Her Guide to the Apocalypse, the podcast. I'm Brett. I'm a mountain man from West Virginia. This is Taylor. She's a scientist. She's currently in Florida. And uh, yeah, we're talking about aliens today. Say hi, Tyler. Tyler, hold us. Hey. Taylor, say hi. Okay. Hey. Yep. All right. I've already started drinking, so what you drinking, Taylor? I am drinking Bell Cow Milk Chocolate Porter, brewed by J Dubs Brewing Company out of Sarasota, Florida. Oh, gosh, you're so fancy. Uh, I'm drinking Yingling Yingling Light Lager, 99 calories, and it might be my favorite. Like I love Yingling. If I could replace my blood with Yingling, I'd probably do it. Anywho. Yep, we're talking about aliens, and that was a clip from Independence Day, apparently both of our favorite movies, and I did not know that, so that's pretty awesome. What you think? Yeah, it's good. I like it. Wonderful. It's a good movie. Well, Smith is in it, so... So... Well, not saying. Yeah, so, uh, aliens, man, there's a lot of different branches. Like, again, this is another topic we could probably make 30 episodes on... And we probably will eventually. But 
I mean, you could go from everything from ab- surviving the abductions to invasion, stuff like that. Like, it's just, there's just so, so much. So, like, where should we start? Just abductions or something like that? Uh, up to you. I'm down for whatever. Okay. Well, abductions, you know. Uh, oh. Taylor, how do you survive an abduction? I guess there's not a whole lot of options presented to you because I guess you're sucked up by a tractor beam. <gasps> Yeah, I think if aliens are capable of abducting you, then you're probably screwed. Yeah, they always seem to have they always seem to have the drop on you. Yeah, probably not quite smart enough to get. Yeah, I mean you can always resist, but they've probably already got you sedated on the ship and strapped down for whatever probe and they they want. You know. Why can't they just ask? I'm sure there's some people that would just be like, sure, I want to go for an inter- intergalactic space ride. I mean, all the people who were standing on top of the buildings with posters when in independent... I know. Well, a lot of those... Obviously, they would all like, be like, yeah, sure, take my blood. Look, me. look, a lot of those people really just wanted Elvis back, let's be honest. Probably. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um... I listen to a lot of things. Uh, a really good podcast to listen to if you're into sort of the weird things of the mysterious universe. And they've talked a lot about things like implants, you know, abductees who uh, return and they, they actually do have foreign pieces of metal inside their bodies. Um, um, people who have been impregnated with hybrids or become like sleeper agents for the aliens. Uh, or even like just like the old classic body snatcher, you know. Maybe it has something to do with missing 411. Stay tuned for an episode on that, but I don't know. Well, why would they want cows, though, Taylor? Help me out with that one. Oh, never mind. Alien, uh, animal experimentation, they right? Need milk, obviously. Oh, you're right. They need milk. How else can you make ice cream? Exactly. They need ice cream and chocolate milk and root beer floats in their lives. Yeah. Completely understandable. Man, I totally get it. You know, if you travel, if like, maybe that's the only thing saving us from an all-out invasion. Like, these, this place, once we unlock the uh, secrets of ice cream, then we don't really need them anymore. Or maybe they just took a bunch of cows and left. Maybe they like burgers, too. You never know. Maybe they have a planet full of cows. Look, it, maybe they needed, they wanted, uh, you know what, how about this? There's a big intergalactic mall somewhere and someone has a food court area and like one of the shops is just like earth food burgers ice cream stuff they must like that i mean i can't blame them for liking that stuff better anyway i mean i would i would prioritize that too over like i mean no offense falafels are great but over a juicy burger are you playing a theremin in the background me yeah oh well they must be locked on to us. <laughs> Actually, I heard the buzz buzz from the vibration from your phone, and I'm like, oh, alien implant. Taylor's one of them. Taylor, do you know, do you know the secret password that we said, oh, we said we'd give to each other just to make sure we're not a body snatcher? No, I don't remember that one. So you are, in fact, a body snatcher then. I can't confirm you're the real Taylor. I mean, I suppose. Oh, we're going off the rails. Anyway, invasion time. So there's a lot of different invasion scenarios. You got our favorite Independence Day type where it's just full-on air superiority, destroy the 
major uh, like uh, uh, seats of government and cripple communications and just go to town. Um, you got the classic Mars attacks type invasion where it's just swarm and overrun. Um, uh, you also got, yeah, I guess like World of the Worlds is, uh, you know, they also cut off communication. They killed all of our electronics and stuff like that. I, I think, uh, oof, no matter what, it's, it's going to be a tough fight. But I think I agree with like Battle Los Angeles. Whoever has, um, the air superiority is going to win the day, but that's a tall order. But remember, Independence Day, we did take it, take down that uh, that ship there, that that redneck dude, that drunk guy, saved us all. Hey, this podcast is good for something because you know, potentially we'll be drunk and save us all. Never know. Keep make your dreams big, people. <sighs> Tay Tay. Yes. Got anything? Got any tips for the invasion? Like how? Like what? Help! Help me out here. I mean, guerrilla I mean, tactics. The invasion we're we're facing. Well, I gave I gave you a couple of examples. I mean, um, how would you personally, as a super scientist, survive like the arrival? Would you Would you be up there decoding cephalopod languages or some shit? I think I'd just go find Will Smith and be like, bro, you've got this. You've done this. Take care of it. People that listen to the podcast should know that I've actually met and shook Will Smith's hand, and he's very nice, and I have a crush on him. He's super cool. <laughs> it's a it's a platonic crush. Thank you very much. How about those veiny, uh, what are they, time pricks from Edge of Tomorrow? They're like, you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen that movie? No. No. All right, do some homework. Everybody go home, pause this to podcast right now, watch The Edge of Tomorrow, come back. And we're back. Taylor, what would you think of those veiny time pricks? Wow, my opinions completely changed. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Well, well, okay, so the basic spoiler alert, I mean, you should have stopped the podcast to watch the movie, but every time the humans actually beat the aliens, the aliens were able to reset time. So essentially they had an infinite number of chances to destroy the human race. And that's how they've always won all their invasions. So that's like the premise of the, the aliens. Like they have got some kind of timey thingy and they just zap back into the past, do, redo something a different way until it's perfect and they've conquered everything. So yeah, that's that's a tough one. Also got, there's also like on the complete opposite end of the ballpark, you got like xenomorphs. Like from Alien, where they're mm-hmm. where they're more. It's less of a, uh, not quite so much of an invasion as it is an infestation. Yeah, they had one of those in a Star Trek episode. I don't remember which series of Star Trek, but there were little like slug thingies that were like taking over all the powerful people on Earth. What's like basically? Like being the brain instead of the actual person having their own thoughts and stuff. Hmm. They're controlling all like the leaders on Earth. Speaking of which, of Star Trek. So earlier in the day, I had you pick some numbers, right? Yes, you did. And I let you pick um, an alien race, and you picked the Borg. So yes, and that's from Star Trek. 
So you didn't know what I was doing or, or what, what I was doing for this segment, but essentially the Borg is on your side, Taylor. All right? <laughs> and, oh, I'm good. <laughs> you, well, well, you picked a number, and the nor- number you picked corresponded to the Predators. So you and the Borg versus the Predators. How, how's this going to play out, Taylor? I don't know. I have no idea. Can you expand upon that? Like, I know nothing about the Borg. And I know nothing about them. Well, well, we'll help each other out here. So talk a little bit about the, the Borg for me. So the Borg is like a collective of, like, like worker bees. They're almost, it's almost like a beehive. But, like, instead of mindless worker bees, you have mindless worker Borgs. And you're just like do everything for the greater board good like they're one collective mind like they all, all like strap into this thing or to their ship or whatever and they become this collective are they so like not just like one board so are they like the geth like it's all are they like the geth and that they're ne- are they like the geth and that they're all ne- networked together so if like one of them sees something they've all seen it exactly so that's that and then they're just trying to take over everything like, oh, okay. They're so kind of, they're conquerors. Like a mix between, I guess, bees and locusts. Like they're bees in the fact that, like, that hive mentality, but at the same time, they're like an infestation. Like they just want to take over everything and everyone. Technological superiority. Yes, exactly. Mm, okay. Are they like a technovirus that assimilates organic matter, or are they in like what? Help me out. What What are they? They're, they're like, yeah, they're, they're like, individual Borg are, like, organic creatures. They're, they're human-like. Okay. Well, resistance is futile. Oh, my God, you got Patrick Stewart. Well, you're definitely going to win this one. (laughs) Well, yeah, he did become Borg for a little while. Yeah, Patrick Stewart is awesome. So, you guys win that one. Um, Predator... They're just like a race of dudes that, uh, they're, they're trophy hunters. Um, they do have, also they have advanced technology, obviously. They've mastered space flight. Um, they're extremely physically fit, um, very strong, very fast, very agile. I mean, they're capable of jumping from trees to trees. Um, their weaponry, in, in addition to being... Advanced is also, uh, they're designed to be terrifying, in all honesty, and, and more often than not designed to nullify as opposed to straight up terminate. Um, although sometimes they'll terminate them too. Like, the, the Predator is all about the hunt, you know? It wants to trap you so that it can kill you and then make you a trophy. And that's what they are. They're not really, like, a conquering species, but they are very, like, um hard to kill, hard to track down, you know. Usually, you don't find a predator, the predator finds you. So, they're capable of cloaking and, and uh, yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. But, yeah, I think, uh, in that case, I think the Borg's got it. Yeah, I don't think they'd have anything on the Borg. I forgot to mention, they're also got, like, cybernetic components in their bodies. They have, like microscopic machines and stuff like in them helping them heal and stuff well also predator is also assisted 
Predator's also assisted by a lot of technological things that he wears on his body. Usually it's in the form of some type of armor or whatever. But should be noted that if you give the Predator enough time, he all if he's defeated, he will always set off a, uh, a, a little timer thing on his wrist, which will result in, like, a nuclear explosion um, and destroy all evidence of him being there and just cause massive damage. So, I, I mean, you, you do got that against the Borg, unless the Borg are immune to nuclear explosions. And that's one no, predator. Like, in, in one of the episodes, they, they like blow up like a good bit of their ship, like with the giant, whatever. Like they actually get a hit on it, the Starship Enterprise or whatever. Or maybe it's a Voyager, I don't know. But either way, they actually do like finally get damage to their ship, but it's able to, they're able to repair it fairly quickly and recover from it. Are they like, after, um, well, flash. if they're. If they're cold, then the Predator probably would struggle to see them because the Predator's, like, primary vision is based on heat. So that's something. Oh, when they, when they were in their ship just, like, chilling, like, I think, I mean, I don't know. They're probably, they like, just, like, suspended. Sitting, like, plugged into the collective, the hive. Oh, uh, yeah. Hitting that consensus button, baby. I also haven't watched Star Trek in a very long time. Been at least a few years. So I, I saw the reboot movies, and that's it. Tweet at me, yell at me, whatever. So yeah. Well, the uh, I had you for me. I had you pick just two numbers for me because I knew what was going on the whole time because I'm a sneaky boy. And uh, you picked I forgot what numbers, but they correlated to um, Stargate, and, which is on my side versus the Federation. So I'm against the Federation from Star Trek. And okay. I think. I don't know anything about Stargate, so. Well, I think I got this one. Stargate guys, uh, I don't know. You, you haven't seen that movie, but um, in ancient Egypt, they were basically posing as Egyptian gods, or they were the basis of the Egyptian gods. But they're actually like this these snaky mind parasites, kinda, and they'll take over your body, and they have technology that allows them to poten- uh, potentially live forever. They have crazy. Uh, Aircraft. They obviously have teleportation down. Um, they're pretty mean dudes. Pretty mean dudes. And I think against the Federation, I think I think the Guard. Guard. I can never say that name. That's the name of their their race, the symbiotes. I think um, I think we'll take it against the Federation, as long as you know we're not against Patrick Stewart. If Patrick Stewart is in the Federation, then we're screwed, and I'm gonna lose. So. I don't know. The Federation has to go up against plenty of enemies in their, like, eight bazillion episodes of all their different spinoffs, and they somehow always manage to come out on top against all the different people, That's even the Borg. Uh, <laughs> Alright, that's fair. I mean, I guess if Borg... We could do rock, paper, scissors this or something. I guess if Borg beats uh, Predator, and uh, Predator beats... No, wait, no. Never mind. Scratch that. Everyone, delete the podcast, re-download it, and start right after this point. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to go grab another beer. Taylor, you go chug a bunch of whiskey, you terrible drunk you. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Sound good? Yep. Okay.
What's up with Wes? Wes, what's up? Not much. Fantastic. Hey, tell us something about Stargate. Stargate? Yep, you heard me. Besides, it never had a 13th season. Because he wasn't that unlit. This HBO is HBO signed a clause with Safa that they couldn't sell their rights to the movie. This is riveting, riveting stuff. Can you give me anything about like the the, sh- about the plot, the universe itself? The fact that it's like a multiverse and there's several planets throughout. Rates or several ancient races like the the uh, the Gua Wua Wild, the the Ura, which are perceived gods, which are actually more godly. Uh huh. And they gather the, they gather their power from faith, and they could go around the galaxy converting planets and converting their faith into energy. Wonderful. Okay, you've got me convinced. Who would win in a fight between the the Guawawild uh, versus the Federation from Star Trek? Um, well, the Guawawild, well, I mean, are you talking like a fleet-like? If they were at war with one another. Yeah, but like. Describe the terms of war. Are you talking like intergalactic war, like spaceships, or uh, like war, like if to the two factions were facing each other on the planet? I I, I don't I, I don't know the rules of this fictional conflict, Wes. I just make it up. <laughs> Actually, Taylor made it up. You can thank her. Say hi, Taylor. Hi. Because I think if it was a space flight, they would probably lose. Okay. Like, as in ship-to-ship, they would lose. Okay. But in actual, like, hand-to-hand or, like, fighting tactics-wise on the ground, they would probably win. Okay. But you also have to remember, because Gould also can infect and take over other races by uh, parasites. Right. Because there are parasites, and they take over the roasts. All right. Who would win, Borgs or Predators? 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 You think about that for a moment. I I would actually honestly have to probably go with Borgs 
because predators hunt off heat. All right, fair enough. Well, Wes, can you stick around for a minute, or are you still busy? Yeah, I can stick around. Oh, great. I was looking so forward to hanging up on you. Um, <laughs> you tried to burn anything down today? No. No? Anyway. Well, well, we just came back from a, from a break with Wes here, but uh, if you play Tom Jones at 11, her head won't explode, but you might see me cry, and that's not unusual. Say hi again, Taylor. Hi. Hi. That was uh, a little thing from uh, Mars Attacks. I don't remember. No. Wes, I'm sure you've seen Mars Attacks. We probably watched it together. Yes, I have. Yeah, we sure have. So we've been talking about aliens and uh, failing miserably at it. Good Lord. Um, I guess, I mean, the key to beating the aliens is to find the weakness. I think uh, in ID4, it's like the the beam, tractor beam of the laser gun. The guy flew into it and blew up. Or, um, shoot, well, what's his name? Gave was like, you gotta give them a cold, because life finds a way. It's my terrible Jeff Goldblum impression. I should never do that ever again. No. no. I agree. Yodeling, yodeling is also a uh, horrible thing against the aliens. Like, they don't, it would probably work. I don't know. Taylor, what what uh what what do you think about their weaknesses? Like, what could a, what could be a potential weakness of a spacefaring hostile race? Well, I mean, I feel like that's like half the episodes of Star Trek is like encountering a new race and then like figuring out what their weakness is. Mm. Like they uh, like they were able to defeat the board because they were able to like teach the Borg that it wasn't all about the collective, that you could still have individual thought in that, like, you know, you could disagree with everyone else. You don't have to all be the exact same mind. That sounds like madness, and it sounds disorganized, and I hate it, and I'm joining the Borg tomorrow. <laughs> well, um, Wes, usually in scenarios... They don't have, thought, like, emotional things, but... If you're half Vulcan, you can have emotions. Hmm. But not having emotions could be, like, a bad thing, not always a good thing, you know? Right. Well, Wes, if this were a video game, you just had to aim for, like, the uh, obviously discolored portion of the ship. Usually it's orange or something. They point it out pretty obviously through color coding. Or, you know, offer them cookies or something and then kill them while they're not expecting it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel you. Well, um, I guess, I mean, is there a way to avoid the the com coming war, like, altogether? Like, should we just surrender, or should we try to communicate with them to see if, you know, maybe they... I, I felt War of the Worlds had probably the best knowledge you want, as in the fact that, you know, it's going to come down to, and this is shown throughout history, you know, with, like, the Indian and all that. That it's gonna come down to like symbiotic plays and stuff like our immune systems. Like mm -hmm. they didn't have an immunity to our stuff, and it just is a waiting game. Eventually, but they could work both ways and affect us too. I think that's contact, you know, spreading plague throughout us or them. I think that's but even spread a plague, they might have great medical technology that can cure it with no problem. I was going to say, oh my God, like what an oversight on their part to fly all the way here from somewhere else 
and like not have like medical containment suits, or, you know, biological containment suits, or even do testing before they launch the invasion. Like we might want to check to see if we can, you know, be around these things. Um, they, or, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't do their due diligence with the alien abductions. I guess not. I guess not. That, well, that, yeah, you're allergic to bees, and now you're going to die. Yeah. War of the Worlds, like, they were actually harvesting people. Like, that was the resource they were after. So it seems like an even bigger oversight on their end, as far as that goes. Well, they, they, were, harvesting, they were harvesting the people to basically terraform the planet. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. I uh, remember. The human, the human, the, the part about the human contact was the fact that the leaders of the race, which controlled most of it, they were very curious beings and come down and would, you know, make contact like with like in the buildings and stuff like that because they were kind of a curious being. So basically, it was kind of like a waiting game that they rained destruction down throughout the whole time, and then all of a sudden the plague just hit them and it crippled them before they knew it. It's like the computer virus they uploaded in Independence Day. Not a literal virus, but a computer virus. You gotta give it a cold. God, I can't do Jeff Goldblum. I'll work on it, guys. Don't worry. I feel like when the aliens come, I'm gonna bust out an old 80s guitar and just play a few sweet, sweet notes, and they're gonna be like, this dude is rad, and we'll be friends. That's Don't worry, we have them in a box protect us or just go to the nearest body of water and they'll be afraid of water Ooh, or get a hot redhead to like discover their language and of you know time travel mind meld with herself to figure stuff out or have their alien babies or yeah we'll have the men in black will smith will save us no no, no, I'm talking, no i was actually referring to the actual aliens movie where she was pregnant and you know the alien, that's why the alien was so curious with her what? Because it was when it, it was yeah. What are you talking about? The original Alien series. The Xenomorphs. Uh, oh, I remember what her name is. You mean the H.R. Geiger aliens? Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, yeah, I think that's who it was. Yeah. And she was pregnant. Uh, aliens, like you know. You're thinking of like, Alien Resurrection, right? When she has the the no. the xenomorph human hybrid. No, no, no. I'm talking back like from the original, like on the spaceship. She was never pregnant. Yes, she was. No, she wasn't. All right, listeners, please pause the podcast. Go watch the movie, the classic movie Alien. Get back with us and see if she's pregnant. And go. All right, we're back. Taylor, who's right? Or, or the fact. Uh, well, she might have not been pregnant, but she was. Uh, that's what he what they wanted. That's why they inspected, like you know, her belly. All right, people. There's something with pregnancy and stuff in there. All right, I don't know what the fuck Wes is talking about, but please text us at a number that we don't have. And uh, Twitter us and Gmail us and, and tell us what the hell he's talking about because I don't even know at this point anymore. That's what you sound like to me, Wes. Oh, man. Well, that's... I tell you what. I guess my hope is that Will Smith will save us. I think, um... 
we got to put all our eggs in that basket. Just shove all the chips into uh, Will Smith there. What do you think, Tay? Okay, case retired now, so you know. Do what? Screwed. I said Kay's retired. Men in black. Men in black, bro. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I had to think about it for a second, and I'm like, I've had all of the vitamin K I can have to take today. This beer's good. Wes, what are you drinking? I had some Bud Light earlier, but nothing right now. Oh, Bud Light. Classic plug. They don't need any plugs. I'll tell you that much. Anyway, uh... Y'all, thanks for listening. Um, we're available at all major podcast outlets, which you know that because you're listening right now, obviously. But uh, leave us a rate and review. Tell a friend. Tell your aunt. Tell your uncle. Tell that weird guy down the street that you always see walking by, and you're like, what is that guy doing? I don't know. Maybe he likes podcasts because he looks like he likes podcasts. So tell him about it. Um, you know, you can always message us on the Twitterverse at Let's Die Pod. You can email us at gmail at letsdiepod at gmail.com. You can talk to Taylor Never because she's not on anything. You can talk to Wes Never because he's not on anything, and neither am I, but we're on those other things, so check us out. Oh, man, I'm doing great, kiddo. I love me. Taylor, you got anything else? No, I'm trying not to talk. <laughs> Why? Because your mom might get too excited. That's true. Yeah, I know. Mom, if you're listening to this, I tried to make her talk more. I'm sorry. I let you down. Wes, you got anything to plug? This is going to come out um, July 20th. Nothing? All right. Well, I'm going to plug my birthday because I'll be dead soon. This is my last living will and testament. Um, Will Smith, if you're listening... Know that I leave you all my worldly possessions, and please save us from the horde. This has been Let's Die. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you later. Say bye, Wes. Later. <laughs> Say bye, Taylor. See ya. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, I'm not speaking speaking Klingon 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 gong gong. Say the word. No. Okay. Well. Klingon. Yeah. Klingon Klingon Klingon. <laughs> Save the funny stuff for the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm not good at it. <laughs> yeah, you're great. You said there's no impossible questions, but how much how much snap could a Thanos snap if a Thanos could snap, snap, snap? I'm sure Data could tell us if he was real.
Oh, I didn't make any sense, but you made even less sense. <laughs>